Chapter 1. Mark of a Champion When I held up my son, Balin, after the fourth quarter of Super Bowl forty-four, with confetti streaming down all around us, it was the fulfillment of a dream. But what I've discovered along the way is that the road to success is usually a pretty bumpy one, and there are no shortcuts. They say you need three skills to be a great quarterback, toughness, intelligence, and heart. Although I didn't officially start training to become a quarterback until I was in high school, in a way, I guess, God has been preparing me for that role all my life. I had a great childhood, but it wasn't always easy. Then again, neither is life, and neither is football. As a kid, I got teased a lot because of a distinguishing birthmark on my right cheek. My mom and dad used to tell me that was where an angel had kissed me. But the kids at school didn't quite see it that way. They used to tease me and take jabs at me in the classroom and on the playground, saying things like, What happened to your face? Or, Wipe that stuff off your face. I couldn't help but get in a few scraps over it. When I was little, the pediatrician gave my parents the option of having it removed because there was a chance it could become cancerous. But in spite of all the harassment I took at school, I decided to keep it. Instead of seeing it as a bad thing, I chose to see it as something that made me unique and special. It set me apart from everyone else. In a way, it became my trademark. Looking back, I guess it might have been smarter to remove it, because why take a chance on it becoming cancerous? I even had it biopsied a few years ago, and I still see the dermatologist every once in a while to make sure it's okay. But now it's just a part of who I am. I wouldn't consider cutting off my arm, neither would I cut off my birthmark. If I had ever been forced to remove it, I would have been devastated. My good friends who have known me for a long time say they don't even see it anymore. If I had it removed, they would notice, but now they don't see it at all. They just see me. In some ways, I guess you could say it was a character builder that helped me develop an inner toughness and an ability to shake off jabs and criticism. Not a bad trait to have as a quarterback in the NFL, or in any job for that matter. A Lineage of Competition If you look at pictures of me as a child, you'll see the birthmark, but you'll also almost always see me holding a football or a baseball. As far back as I can remember, Football has been a part of my life. When I was growing up, my father would throw to me in the yard, but my constant playmate was my brother, Reed. He's two and a half years younger than I am, and we played all the time in our little yard in Austin, Texas. Our field was a patch of grass that was about as big as a good-sized living room. Trees bordered the yard, and those were our sidelines. The invisible goal lines were clearly defined in our minds, so we knew when we scored. There's a big gap when a fifth grader plays against a second grader, or when a sixth grader plays against a third grader. So to make it fair, I would get down on my knees, and Reed would try to run around me. And it wasn't touch football. We were really tackling each other, and I would try anything I could to take him down. Even though I was scrambling on my knees, Reed still got beat up on quite a bit. Sometimes my dad would come out and he'd play all-time quarterback, but most of the time it was just Reed and me. I grew up in a very sports-minded family. My mother, Mina, was very athletic. 
In the late 1960s, she was All-State in high school track, volleyball, and basketball. If she were playing today, she'd have gotten an athletic scholarship to just about any school in the country for any of those sports. But at that time, women weren't given many of those opportunities. She decided to attend Texas A&M, which had been an all-male military school. My mother was in one of the first classes of women to attend Texas A&M. It was there that she met my dad, an athlete himself who played freshman basketball. My mom's brother, Marty Akins, was an All-American quarterback at the University of Texas. Marty was part of the Longhorns team that beat Alabama and Bear Bryant in the 1973 Cotton Bowl. My mom's father, Ray Akins, was a Marine and served in World War II. After the war, he coached high school football for 38 years, winning 302 games in his career. He was a legend in the state of Texas, and best of all, he was my grandfather. He coached at Gregory Portland High School in Portland, Texas, just outside Corpus Christi. He used to let Reed and me attend his summer two-a-day practices. From the time I was about seven years old, right around my parents' divorce, until my grandfather stopped coaching in 1988, Reed and I would stand on the sidelines and hand out this green water to the players during break. It was something like Gatorade, green because of the electrolytes mixed.